welcome back to Modified Lifestyle. I'm your host, Andrew. And this is Ranjad. And to start things off, we're actually going to continue with a topic we talked about last week. Yeah. So, as you guys know, AccuAir, they kind of shut down. Yeah. Early on, like, back in April. So, we kind of touched upon, like, Airlift as being, like, the only big competitor to AccuLift. Correct. But I did some research, and there's also another company called AirX. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure a lot of people know about this, but they're mostly in... They're mainly in the racing division so they do a lot of kits for like performance cars and all yep. that kind of stuff yeah um, i did some research on them and they actually shut down as well yep now see i think we had a deep conversation about this yep i can totally see many other companies going out of business and this is honestly just the beginning because covid really hurt a lot of businesses uh because let's be honest people just didn't have the money to even purchase anything anymore right so yeah it's very unfortunate but it's gonna happen yeah uh, i was actually quite surprised by that Mm -hmm. um i'm not completely sure about the story but i went to the website and if you go to their website right now it just says that they've moved and they're now part of performance air suspension Mm -hmm. so i don't know if this company bought them out or they merged or something Mm -hmm. but basically you can't buy um airx anymore directly from them i guess so they do have another company that you purchase their products through but yeah, it looks like, yeah, but like we said last week, I think Airlift is probably like the biggest Airlift company in the world right now. Yeah, it's obviously going to stay like that until this pandemic is over and people actually have the money to spend on their cars. Yeah, exactly. All right, moving on. Uh, now we can get into the more interesting topic. Um, so I'm not sure if and most of you know, YouTuber called Amelia Hartford. She's known for her various builds out there. I believe she even has LS swapped S13 or 14. I can't remember which one it is. But she, uh, recently, she actually got a C8. Just recently, she twin turboed her C8 Corvette. Yeah, so this is like brand new 2020 C8. Actually, before she twin turboed it, she actually did a nitrous injection kit yep. on it. Mm-hmm. So I think at that point, it was probably like the first C8 with nos on it yeah um obviously being with the car being so new a lot of people haven't really touched this car in terms of like performance yeah um but yeah she went above that and she did a full twin turbo custom setup on it crazy yeah insane this is like the most american thing i've ever seen very american (laughs) i mean if you look at one of the videos i think it's because it's uh, fourth of july uh, they even have a, a f- American flag at the back while she's driving. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> most American thing of life. And I think she worked with a company who kind of developed the kit. Well, I don't know if it's a kit. It might just be like a custom setup. Yeah. But she worked with a company and they installed precision turbo turbos on it, which if anyone knows, they were like really high quality turbos yeah. in like the performance world. Right. So there's no numbers on the performance of it now, but I'm sure we'll get that in like yeah. coming days, weeks, whatever. So just looking at her YouTube page, uh, there's a video just with her nitrous Corvette. Uh, she smoked a thousand horsepower ACR Viper, which holy crap, that's just with nitrous. So after that, she actually hasn't done a dyno test or anything like that. So honestly, I'm going to look out for the video and most likely this car is already making over a thousand horsepower just on street tune. Yeah, easily. And like that's pretty crazy to think like that a brand new 2020 Corvette, someone mm-hmm. has already done so much work to it that's yeah. making over a thousand horsepower. They're like ahead of everyone right now. Yeah, and this is really good for her and like the company she's working with, right? Because yeah. they get firsthand experience with Definitely. this new platform. Yeah, 
I also I think she also worked with KW to do like um, development for their coilovers as well. Yeah. So she definitely has a lot of uh, companies mm-hmm. in her pocket that she's working with on this C8 build. Definitely. Um, if anyone wants to follow along with the build, you could just check out her YouTube channel. It's just her full name, mm-hmm. Amelia Hartford on mm-hmm. YouTube. Um, you could also check her on Instagram. She posts a lot of videos about the build mm-hmm. and a lot of other cars too. Like she has a, I think it's a V8 S14. Yep. And I think this car was actually featured on the Netflix show Fastest Car. Yeah, as well. I, I believe that is the, yeah, that's a build that was actually featured. Yeah, and this is like one of her like signature cars too. A lot of people yeah. know her for this build. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, definitely check her out. Um, a lot of cool builds. Very working on. Okay, so our next topic is actually it's a very interesting one, Mm -hmm. and I know we talk about BMWs a lot, being how they're different cars. I should say they usually mark up a lot of their like performance cars and all that, but they do like significantly underestimate the power. Mm -hmm. So these cars are very powerful. Yep. But BMW, they're quite known for their interesting marketing tactics. Mm -hmm. Um, I think in the past they've actually tried to charge for Apple CarPlay, so they tried to do a a yearly subscription wow yeah uh, i think they reversed it but yeah if you think about that like a lot of the, these newer cars they come with apple carplay standard yeah my sister's honda civic actually comes with that yeah. for free <laughs> yeah exactly so bmw they had a lot of backlash about that yeah but now i'm reading an article that says that they plan on selling heated seats oh. and other options as a subscription oh my f- oh my goodness yeah what is this is, this is crazy okay since we're in cult, cancel cult, culture uh we're canceling bmw cancel bmw yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay first of all who the hell would actually pay for heated seats yeah exactly and like I'm, I'm reading through the article and like a lot of these features like heated seats and like adaptive cruise mm-hmm. control um mm-hmm. automatic high beam assist mm-hmm. all the kind of stuff they they want to charge people for and like these cars already these features are already built into the car it's like why yeah and honestly i would judge on how they would even enforce it because i know a lot of people that will just overwrite the system oh yeah i'm sure there's a way to do i that. mean there'll be obviously like security things that they have to do to do that but bro like it's gonna turn off a lot of people yeah definitely that want to purchase new cars from them and so. if they're gonna charge people for heating heated seats and adaptive cruise control yo I can tell you right now, everyone in Brampton is giving their BMW back because, <laughs> like, your three twenty eight eyes, no one, no one wants to wants to pay more than what they paid for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because they're like the only car company that announced that they're going to be doing this. It's not even like anyone else is doing it. No, right? exactly. And th- I think they're going to get a lot more criticism than they've gotten for doing that if if it goes through. Yeah, exactly. And like one thing to note is that. I'm reading through the article and they also said that they want to make it like a connected car. So yeah. kind of like how the Teslas are, how they do like over there updates and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's how they want to like build these cars now. Yeah. So basically you buy like a base model and then you could just they want to make it, it over time. They just want to make it futuristic. Yeah. So they want to like that. It's kind of like the road Tesla's doing right now, but yeah. Tesla's not charging for like heated seats. They're charging <laughs> for like actual like yeah. useful features, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'm sure they're going to get a lot of backlash. People are going to boycott BMWs. In, like, the luxury world, too, like, if you're choosing between BMW and, like, Mercedes, mm-hmm. after reading this, like, I don't think a lot of people are going to buy BMWs. So. You're going straight to Mercedes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They have, like, yeah, they're similar platforms, obviously. Yeah. They do have similar models and all that, but yeah. Mercedes, if they can just, you know, you just purchase all these features, like, from the dealer. Yeah. Like, yeah. straight out, no monthly subscription. That's, like, a huge selling feature. I personally think that uh, 
with BMW doing this, it's really showing you how greedy they are. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right? Like, you're paying, what, 50K for a brand new, let's say, 3 Series, right? Yeah. And on top of that, they want want to grab your money monthly as well. It's like, it's kind of greedy. Exactly. And, like, it, I, I get what they're doing. They want to have, like, a, a service-type uh, cash flow where, like, they have a consistent monthly subscription coming in. But charging people for general you know features that already come with cars for free it's not the way to go yeah it's, if that's it's their ridiculous. business model I, I feel like they're gonna lose to everyone yeah definitely and even like cheaper cars like even like standard cars come with those features yeah standard from the dealer yeah. right like a toyota corolla will come with the same features well not all of the same features but like all the like you know reverse camera all that kind of stuff yeah that will all come with it so why would anyone i mean obviously people will go to bmw for clout you know for all of their you know performance needs yeah like the status and everything yeah yeah, yeah it's interesting i want to see how bmw if yeah. they're actually going to go through with it because i'm sure they're they have a lot of backlash right now mm -hmm. people generally don't buy bmw just because how overpriced it is mm -hmm. right so should be interesting i'll be surprised if it even makes it to market honestly yeah I mean, everything's a concept, right? So, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if the, if it makes it, I, I can see a lot of people not purchasing them anymore. All right, up next, it's the new F-150. So anyone that's been like, you know, uh, looking around, uh, the 2021 F-150 pickup truck has just been released. And let's be honest, it's just a facelift. Yeah, a lot of the, like the, the trucks, well, I, I think there's a, there's a really competitive truck market right now. Yeah. A lot of people want pickup trucks. I don't really understand why. Nobody really uses full like capabilities of a pickup truck. Mm -hmm. People just want it for like they have they own a truck. Yeah. Right? So there's a lot of competition right now. You see companies like Chevrolet and like Dodge, yeah. Ford, they all have like these really yeah. unique features, I guess you could say. Unique. Like have you seen the I think it's the Silverado, it has like that convertible truck bed some or converts to a, a bench or something like that. Wow. Yeah. And then I think Dodge has like a instead of yeah. the hitch opening down, it opens like doors. Mm hmm Yeah. But there's a lot of like different features. But yeah, the new twenty twenty one F one fifty, basically a facelift like Ryan just said. Mm -hmm. Um they have a lot of interesting features. Like I think one thing I showed you last week they have in the in the cabin, the center console. Yeah. So you could actually convert it to a table, which is pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. I mean, they're. I think they're really like taking in that most of these, most of the people that buy the, these trucks are actually construction workers. Um, obviously, there's like the basic that you know just buy a pickup truck because they want a pickup truck. But yeah, most of the people that actually buy a pickup truck actually use it to, you know, haul stuff and kind of they want to be comfortable in their you know work truck. Yeah, exactly. And one thing like across like all the pickup trucks, mm. they're like so luxurious now. Inside, yeah, yeah I, I noticed that. Yeah. I don't understand that. <laughs> it's a work truck why do you need to be like luxurious like they have like sunroofs and everything yeah and they have like quilted seats and all that kind of stuff <laughs> i don't really understand that like if it's a work truck it's gonna get like no it, it, i think it's because there's so many people actually buying these trucks just because it's, they want to pick up truck and they're not going to actually use the bed um that they've kind of went mainstream with it and that anyone that does not actually use the bed actually enjoys the interior of it yeah yeah i guess you could say that mm-hmm yeah, I think there's uh, definitely a good market for pickup trucks right now. Yeah. With that, the new F-150 and all like the other definitely, trucks. Definitely, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of options. In general, I think uh, the F-150 is a really good truck and a lot of people will purchase this. Knowing that they've kind of perfected their truck game altogether, 
and now that they have so many options i i think they have like close to five different engine types honestly i think the 5.0 is uh, like if i was to buy this truck the 5.0 would just be my pick uh or the power stroke i'm not a, a huge diesel guy so i think the v8 would be perfect for me yeah i agree i think like the v8 is like a perfect engine for pickup truck obviously yeah the new features in this truck is that they have power in the bed now yeah so you could get like i think 120 volts power supply from the truck bed so if you want to use like tools or mm -hmm. anything like that which yeah. is pretty cool I've again seen again they're targeting the construction workers right? yeah exactly yeah, yeah. But one thing, like a lot of the new features in this, like I think people who are buying a truck for construction work, mm -hmm. these features aren't going to be available for like the lower end models, I guess you could say, right? Yeah, definitely not. I think a lot of these new features, they're going to they're gonna have them only in like the highest end model, mm -hmm. which a lot of people who are buying trucks aren't going to buy. Yeah, definitely. All right. So it's kind of like marketing. Mm -hmm. I, I know a lot of other companies do that too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's that. Yeah, I, I definitely see that as well. I mean, like, this is an $80,000 truck that they show, uh, right? With all the quilted seats and, like, nice interior. And, like, even the, um, the little uh, table that you can pull up, right? Yeah. Pull out of the center council. I think, yeah, you're right. Only that stuff will be available in the highest end model. I don't see them actually giving anything to, like, the base model. Yeah, truck, exactly. Right? Okay. Uh, the next topic. So, I was actually just reading about this over Instagram. Apparently, someone decided to rent a U-Haul truck, uh, the 1999 dollars or 19.99 a day offer, and they ended up renting the U-Haul truck, completely taking the 6.2 liter engine out of the truck, swapping a 4.8 liter, which I don't know which engine that is. I'm hoping it's still a V8. They swapped that engine back into into the U-Haul and they returned it. Yeah, <laughs> this is actually pretty interesting. I've seen this maybe like last week. Yeah. So I think the guy who actually did it, he, I think some he had some problems with his 4.8. Mm -hmm. So he just wanted like the six, I think it's a 6.0 engine mm -hmm. and he didn't want to pay for it obviously. So he just <laughs> rented one of these trucks Yeah. and then did the engine swap in like two days. Yeah. So he paid like $40 for yeah. his engine swap. <laughs> Yo, honestly, as bad as that is, because it's not, first of all, not his car. And as bad as it is, that's hella smart. Let's be <laughs> yeah, honest. That's, that's really smart. Like, no one ever thought about that, right? Yeah. And like until he he actually pointed this out, I was like, damn. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's pretty funny actually. Yeah. And I wonder if like U-Haul, like I'm sure they're probably aware of it now, but mm. I wonder if they'll ever notice if it didn't like if anyone Honestly, posted it. Honestly, they probably won't even notice until they do the maintenance. Yeah, that's even what then they probably won't even notice. Yeah. So I wonder if like anyone's done this in the past. I probably have. They, they just didn't post it on Instagram or yeah. anything. Very cool though. What if you did this with like rental cars? Like imagine your car is giving you issues and then you just rent the exact same car and just engine swap it. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Just rod knock a fucking rental car. <laughs> that, that'd be pretty funny. I'm sure someone's done it too. Yeah, definitely has happened before. But yeah, that's uh, car enthusiasts getting creative. All right, so next up we have our Q&A. Mm -hmm. So we asked on Instagram if you guys have any topics or questions and we had someone submit us talk about the new TLX with the twin turbo V6. Yeah. Okay, so if anyone is unaware, Acura, I think a couple weeks ago they announced the new 2021 TLX Type S. Mm -hmm. So they bring back the Type S and it yep. comes with a brand new V6 twin turbo engine with i think it has vtech as well yep yeah it has do it's dual overhead cam and uh yeah you're right it does have vtech or or it has some sort of vtech it's pushing around 350 horsepower 350 foot pounds of torque and it's a 10 speed auto only 
I think this will be like a super fast car. Uh, let's be honest, V6 twin turbo. We only see that in the, like the GTR, you know. So this is gonna be a hella fast sedan. Oh yeah, definitely. And this is like these these are like brand new engines too that they completely uh, designed. Yeah. For the TLX mm-hmm. Type S, and with like the Type S returning, I'm sure like a lot of people are like really excited about that. Yeah. Because they haven't had a Type S since the TL, I think. And uh, apparently, the same people that designed the NSX actually were the engineers behind this actual TLX Type S. And I think this is heavy competition to every other, you know, sports sedan out there. Yeah, definitely. I think like even like back in the day, Acura, they weren't like huge for like the performance of their vehicles. Right. Right. People always knew them for like being really reliable and luxurious or whatever. Right. So it's nice to see that they're kind of breaking into like the performance sedan world. Yeah. I think last year they had the TLX PMC edition. Mm -hmm. So this car, um, it was basically an Mm A-spec, but it was built in the same factory as the nsx mm-hmm. so it kind of shows like the craftsmanship that goes into that vehicle for sure um but yeah it's nice to see that like type s is returning in the new tlx they're definitely going for like the performance aspect of it which like ryan just said it'll definitely line up with like competitors honestly i can see myself like buying this and throwing it on bags it already has a performance around it right so yeah like it's perfect for me if i was to buy this car yeah, definitely. And even like the older, in air quotes, TLX, people in the car community have done that. You know, they yeah. throw it on air ride and some nice wheels and it yeah. just looks Looks perfect. perfect. Yeah. Like you don't, honestly don't have to touch this car at all. Yeah. Like until obviously, uh, you know, it's caught up in terms of its age. Um, but I think it's perfect. Like you don't really, like you really don't have to touch these new cars because they've kind of already considered that people really want to like you know modify them and they kind of already done it for us right yeah exactly and in terms of like designing like they kind of tweak the design so it kind of it has like that same styling like that a lot of actors have yeah more with like a sportier edge to it i guess yeah and the interior is like really nice now it's beautiful yeah yeah but one thing i don't like about acuras and like they've been doing this for years is that their transmission or like the to shift gears it's all buttons yeah and honestly it kind of it's kind of a turnoff because like coming from you know like a racing background you really want to have a a, a shifter like, yeah exactly. in the middle console that you can just like hold on to you know shift gears and shit. yeah and not have to like look around or whatever exactly right? right like even if it's not manual right you just want to have something there that you can hold on to grasp yeah exactly you know <laughs> i mean as corny as this sounds yes we we car guys still do that right yeah, it'll be like really awkward to drive one of these, to be honest. Yeah. I don't think about it because like whenever I drive, I have my one hand on the wheel and then one usually on like the shifter, right? The shifter, correct. Right? Yeah. But this car, it doesn't have a shifter. But yeah, I think a lot of like newer supercars, mm-hmm. they do have this kind of transmission where it's all buttons. Yeah. But one thing is that if you're buying like a TLX, mainly people are buying this for like a daily, yeah, right? Definitely. And with Honda, you know, people know that Hondas are reliable, but with the buttons, I feel like that's probably the first thing that's going to go on these cars. Yeah, I totally agree with that statement. I, I can definitely see someone not buying this because of that. But as I said before, like it's probably a really competitive daily in terms of like performance. And for the same price, I think there are other cars out there, but this will be a good bang for its buck because it's giving a lot of stuff that you can purchase. Yeah, and it's it's like it's very luxurious too. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's definitely up there in like the luxury market. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, in terms of like the engine, like Ryan just said, it's a twin turbo three liter engine Mm -hmm. that's producing 350 horsepower that's like really impressive for acura yeah right because they this is like a new engine it'll be interesting to see how it performs with the automatic transmission as well which i'm assuming has paddle shifters as well yeah Uh, but yeah i don't think 
I don't see a lot of people kind of purchasing this as a performance car. Mm-hmm. I think mainly people just want it for like the luxurious aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would love to see people tune in this car. I want I really want to see like the amount of power you could pull out of it. Because like Honda engines, like people like Honda's known for having very reliable engines, especially under a lot of power. Yeah, that's for sure. All right. So if people could tune this to maybe make like 500 horsepower to the wheels, that's impressive. Very impressive. Thanks for the topic, though. Uh, we really appreciate it. But let's jump to the next uh, segment, car of the week. So for car of the week, we have a super JDM Corvette. Yeah, so people are calling this the Jap Vet. Mm -hmm. So basically, uh, I think it's like a C4 maybe? Yeah, C4. C4 Corvette. And Mm -hmm. it's like, it has like a custom wide body kit on it. Yep. And a big wing and it looks super jdm super jdm and it's i mean it's inspired by you know japanese culture obviously and from what i'm reading it's a fully custom built fiberglass kit and uh it was actually built in sweden i believe yeah and just looking at the like photos of the car your first instinct to think is that it's not a corvette because it definitely doesn't look like a corvette with this kit on it definitely not yeah and i believe uh the wheels especially is what kind of gives it the jdm vibe now this this build is very jdm because of its wheels and that's kind of what it gives it the jdm vibe 18 by 13 so like this is a very beefy setup like super wide wheels yeah and obviously i believe it's a ls in in these c4 corvettes which is where most of these engines came from that are swapped into a lot of GDM cars. But yeah, the wheels, they're three-spoke. Yep. So I'll, as a lot of you guys know, probably, yep. that's super JDM spec. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like from the kit to the wheels, even to like the rear end, it has like a Japanese license plate on it too, mm-hmm. which is super cool. And from the hood, it has like custom air vents on the hood. But yeah, overall, it's like, it's a super cool build. Honestly, I've never seen this before. It's obviously one of a kind because the owner did it custom kit on it yeah and i think other people are starting to kind of adapt the kit as well so people are kind of i won't say copying but they're kind of inspired by his build yeah and i think he posted a picture of other people trying to mock it up as well yeah and i i believe that's shops trying to uh you know get the kit really getting it selling right because a lot more um c4 corvette not even c4 corvette a lot of corvette enthusiasts will want to actually do something to this level um to their car as well if you see the pictures of it, it like you can see that there's a lot of work put into it. Like I think this car was actually featured on Stance Nation as well. Yeah. So that shows you like the quality of the build. Definitely, yeah. And it's not emboldened or anything. It's like a f- full like custom built kit though. I think that's the main main thing that kind of people are looking for, right? Is a custom built is like the new f- not flex, but like it's kind of like the new trend. I would say that like makes you you know the car builder you are yeah obviously a lot of other people like they tend to slap on like liberty walk or pandem aim gang kits or whatever mm-hmm. but you see like the new trend is that doing custom kits or even like custom fender flares yeah right yeah. so you see even the gta people like to do custom fender flares because it has like that more like personal touch to the car right rather than like a, a kit that you could just buy online right definitely and like that kind of really gives inspiration on getting something of our own kind of built up i mean we're nowhere close to having a full out build done um but eventually we want to be able to do something like this this really inspires us to kind of get our build rolling but yeah that's the car of the week i hope you guys enjoyed it uh everything we talked about we're also gonna put in the show notes mm-hmm. of the podcast so you guys could check out everything yourself you could check out the owner of that car yeah 
Make sure you hit us up uh, for any topic recommendations or if you want to even advertise with us, we definitely would be open for that. Definitely get in touch with us on our Instagram at NorthsideWhips or email us NorthsideWhips at gmail.com. And if you like the podcast, uh, share it with your friends, family, anyone who generally enjoys cars, any car enthusiasts, I'm sure they will like it. Definitely follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I think even google play as well you yep. can subscribe so you get to get our podcast as soon as it comes out yep. every monday yeah um but yeah that's about it for today hope you guys enjoy the podcast and we will see you guys next week peace